ass, I love it. Yeah. Uh, take a look at your pop, you know it's about that time. Bring us on dot com, you know that we're online. Even on the long drive It don't matter when you yeah. listen Yo, we yeah. got you all the time Cause it's about that time, time to start the yeah, show up Ready, probably you want some liquor, and he's sipping the soda Sim trying to raise the daughter, miss a loose to the soldier With a hottest on the internet, didn't you know this? Everybody doing podcasts, dope Got the comedy and real talk, no one's closest Every other podcast, the polls are checking out We got Andy Klein, Randolph Turner, Tim Miller, bro Don't be hating, this is paper, we'll let you make it Cause we gotta give love to the SP Nation Every Monday and Thursday, we striving for greatness Every Monday and Thursday, we striving for greatness Download the pod, I suggest you Hey! What's do? Randolph Terrence. Hey, I'm Andy Klein. And sitting with us, we got a man from the other side of the pond who's now lives here. Welcome back to the podcast, a returning champion, Mr. Englishman Chris Milner. The Englishman. Yay. Someone in an email recently said that you were their favorite guest. Yes. Really? Yeah. Yeah, we got that. Yeah. Like two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. That's nice. I haven't been on for a while either. Yeah. 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 Thank well, you've you, had, whoever you you've are. You've had things. You've had things you've been doing. I know. Getting yeah, fired from jobs. Stuff, yeah. Growing a beard. Getting engaged. Growing a beard. I think I had been engaged the last time. Yes. You got engaged like last summer. Yeah, I was you were engaged. engaged in September. You? September. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. You were engaged. And uh, now here we are. Yeah. Uh, he can talk about Brexit at length because yeah. he knows all about it, right? Uh, this is supposed to be a fun podcast. <laughs> Don't you know all about it? <laughs> this is the worst time. And we lost to Iceland at soccer, so that's it's like even the that's, most that's embarrassing the, that's week. The thing. That the the woo that shit happened back to back. <laughs> I just can't even understand. I I changed my Twitter avi to just me burning my England shirt. <laughs> Uh, and now that's what I represent myself on social media. Do as. you rep Union Jack t-shirts? Uh, not, no, I don't have any. I did have one that had a local legend and it had the Union Jack on it, but uh, yeah. I thought that was a bit too on the nose. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, welcome back, everybody. We're, uh, we were off for a week, as you know, Andy Klein. Uh, look, if Andy's out, this shit's not happening. Yeah, I went out of town. So, so. <laughs> nothing we can do about it. I that. can be gone. Tim can be gone. Tim and I both can be right. gone. Tim Andy is gone most Andy of the time. Andy can't be gone. Exactly. Who's, who's going to slide these knobs up and Andy down? Andy can't be gone. Andy's gone. That's it. Where'd you, you know? go? I went to a. Uh, I went to Seattle. Well, actually, uh, Mount Vernon, Washington. I went to a wedding. Right, cool. Which is like an hour and a half north. Of not Mount Vernon, D.C. No, no, not George <laughs> Washington. Mount Vernon, house. not money earning Mount Vernon, New York. No, <laughs> Mount Vernon, Washington. Yeah, there are Mount Vernons all over the place. Apparently, you said it was a good time, right? Yeah, it was a good time. Was, uh, side of the family. It was. Uh, uh yeah. You yeah. had to go represent Mike Payne. Um, Mike Payne. <laughs> no, well, you know you go hold Mike Payne's memory down. Mike you Klein, know. you talking about? Excuse me, Mike Klein. Yeah, Where is no. Mike Payne? Mike Payne. You know, why, uh, you know why I was thinking about that? Because I was thinking about Mike Payne, who's a frequent guest on JL's me, podcast. Me and um, me, Petey and Payne sat together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just been, I that just been in my head that we were sitting together and uh, Petey, Petey Payne and I. <laughs> 
<laughs> very British. <right> there. <laughs> very British. We were sitting together. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Mine. Name is in my head. So was it an Iran- Iranian wedding? Persian wedding? No, no. It was. Um, is that Persian food? Because I ate Persian food for the first time last week with Martin Amini. Really? In Gaithersburg, and it was. Very good. good stuff. What'd you have? Uh, have rice well, in it? Well, I mean, the only choice really, really nice. it was the only restaurant I've been to where there's just four photos of the same platter of <laughs> grilled meat and rice. Like <laughs> so kebabs. You, you just want chicken and rice, lamb and rice, rice or chicken and lamb and rice. rice. Uh, or like a beef thing? Did they have a beef? I, don't, I didn't see beef. Oh, yet. really? Okay. Maybe. I mean. And then bread? Did you get the bread? Got bread. The got that, bread. Got that um, yeah, fried rice. Like, okay. Uh, oh, the tatic. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. That's delicious. That was really good. Yeah. Some a lot of carbs, baby. It was good. The whole place was laminated. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all the bonquets, all the tables, it was all right. laminated. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's good stuff. But you've pretty much had all of it now. It's yeah. all some kind of rice, meat, yeah. different seasonings. I mean, yeah. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I got a client who every morning eats some sort of carb thing. I was like, you got to stop that. Really. <laughs> or this is not what we're doing is not going to work. So. Some sort of carb thing. <laughs> you got to stop that. It's the diet. It's the diet. Yeah. No, the wedding was. Um, I mean, it was my cousin who is like me, half Persian, but she married a you know, a white guy. What is so it? that's uh, that's my table updating. Oh. Um, so no, it wasn't like a, a themed Persian wedding. At one point they had a DJ. At one point they did play Persian wedding Persian music. music. Classic. Um which I mean if you would if the DJ didn't announce that, I wouldn't have known that it was wedding music because I have no connection to that. But what did it sound like? Cool to, um, cool to prayer. It probably sounded like the music they were playing at that restaurant. <laughs> A little more rhythmic. <laughs> a little more rhythmic than that. I'm gonna maybe I'll look it up on YouTube, see if there's any Persian wedding music. Speaking but. of good music, that intro song's pretty snappy. Yeah, yeah, that's new. Yeah, was, we are waiting on others. I was uh, impressed by that. I was little, listening little, to it and I could almost picture the music video for it. It was it was reminding <laughs> me of like one of those nineties exhibit videos where there's big flame plumes shooting out of stuff. <laughs> Randolph's yeah. coming past in a drop top low rider yeah, on three yeah. wheels and he's riding one of those mini tricycles <laughs> by his side. Like I love my tricycles. <laughs> love the tricycle. So we are waiting for other submissions. Anybody else? Somebody clowned it on somebody tried to clown it online to us if you want to clown it make something better no someone said um stick to the instrumental yeah <laughs> okay well Which, make first some... of all we don't have the instrumental we don't have that. the instrumental um and uh we like it yeah and so uh we had i talked to pd last night mm. about putting together a, a verse or two like an intro thing we and talk then, to romaine well, I'm, yeah we'll see romaine again tonight mm. so we'll get him i want multiple i want like four or five right uh, you know, we should have someone do like the, the music but then every now and again put in a snippet of of the show? A, of a classic Randolph bit. We, or we a talked to, we talked, yeah, bit. we talked with, it's just getting the stuff from Andy to do. Yeah, I gotta, it. I gotta, I would provide people with the old, you know, with, episodes or whatever. Stuff. But, um, it could be done. I mean, it's, or we can just drop that stuff in ourselves. Yeah, we can just drop it. You know, it, it's, yeah, it's probably. easy. But, uh, I want more than one. That's all I'm saying. And so, we're going to have at least... We could do an album. Three guys on intro tunes album. We could. We have, we have enough stuff now. Yeah. Every every song is just titled intro. <laughs> it's 14 tracks. Other intro. <laughs> still Sometimes more, intro. Still more intro. Uh, that was... Intermission uh, intro. Basila Ray is the, uh, the yeah. name of the artist on yeah, that shout one. Shout out. That was pretty good, mate. It was nice. Um, who also emailed us this week, which we'll get to maybe yeah. today or Thursday. Yeah. We did a... Um, what else did we do? We did a show. Oh, um, while Andy was gone, we had some shows. Uh, shout out to anybody who came and saw us at the Draft House. 
came and saw me Friday night. Came and saw Chris Saturday yeah, night. Shout out fun. to anybody who came to that. The main stage. Uh, Chris, how was your show at the uh, DC in uh, the DC Draft House? Oh, that was fun. Yeah, yeah, that was a really good weekend. It was. Um, you were with what are the other guys? Me and Hayward and Kevin McDonald. Yeah. Um, and he, from the kids in the hall. From the kids in the hall. Uh, yeah. Very, very, very nice guy. Um, we ended up hanging out after the final show because it was Pride Weekend at the same time. Is he gay? No. Okay. Uh, but it just happened. To it fall. was just happening. He's yeah. dressed up as women a lot, though. Um, he did do that. <laughs> he uh, and he came out to a party that we were at. That we went to me and Haywood, uh, John F. O'Donnell, and uh, at John F. O'Donnell's house, and uh, that's always cool when you bring the headliner back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and, yeah. and I didn't realize power. It's a power I, didn't, move. I didn't realize how popular he yeah. is. Oh yeah, power yeah. Move, right yeah. among and comics, among comics, yeah. he's a comics comic, and so I just turned up with him, and all of a sudden it's like the Messiahs yeah. turned up, and they yeah. turned up, yeah. and they loved it, and he had a great time, and we partied, and. Uh, and then it all turned out that he ended up um, giving me a writing job, which is quite cool. That's that's fantastic, and yeah, that's yeah. why we that's uh, yeah, some behind nice. the curtain stuff. So yeah, we'll, so if his well, podcast we, gets picked up, well, if we, anyone's listening to yeah. pick up his podcast, that means I get paid, and I need to get paid because I'm yeah. not we book, currently unemployed. When we book people, <laughs> we try to book people. That's we tell them, listen, this is the opportunity for you. I'm not time. saying it's opportunity, opportunity, but but you spoke to Christy afterwards, right? She said it was a good show. Oh so. well, sure, yeah, they tell us everything, but I wasn't worried about that. <laughs> I wasn't worried about was that. We book, when we book people, we're not worried about I'm not worried if it's going to be a good show or not. Yeah, we try not to book people that we're not sure about. Yeah, the I only awkward that. thing about that room is where the green room is. Because yes. either you've got to be in the green room yeah. or at the back of the or room. back of the room, yeah. 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 You can't come out either. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, maybe that'll be rectified somehow, but... How? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't think there's happening. a way to. Yeah. I don't think it just has to be awkward. Yeah, but it's a good run. About that check the it first out. time, it's, it's, like, it's good. They've got some great shows coming up there, mm-hmm. man. Really good. Ali Wong was just there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sam Morella's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, Nate Bargatze is coming. Nate's coming. Yeah. Todd Todd Barry's there this weekend. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. yeah. You know. So when we try to, we we both people. I was on, was on the so podcast when the first when you. Had the phone interview with the draft house guy when it right, was right, first right. Right. getting yeah, thought yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now they're up and now they're up and running. Yeah, and we now we're working it. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't worked there yet, actually. <laughs> I, I did the first show. There. Who books that? I don't know. Some you, some <laughs> asshole, <laughs> some asshole. I gotta get in there. They never return my emails. Yeah, I, I don't return it. my own emails. I did the first one. Yeah, that's good, man. And then. um the two shows we did on, we did myself, Bent. Bent Washburn. Um, uh, who now is a friend of the podcast, wants yeah. to come back as soon as he possibly can. Yeah, I'm with. getting very white. Yeah, I'm getting him on specific ignorance soon. Yeah. Uh, Good, yeah. Bent, um, uh, Chelsea... Kaderna. Kaderna. That was on Friday, right? Yeah, we did Friday night. With uh, D. Ahmed. D. Ahmed was so enthralled to host. Oh, my goodness. That's his first time in the main room. Oh, this is sweet. Oh, my goodness. It's so funny. I'll tell you what. Watching a kid. Tell you what is really. (laughs) And I've only just realized this. You realize, like, there's sort of like watershed moments when you realize, oh, I remember that. I remember that. Right? And uh, recently, because of that Kennedy Center stuff, there's a lot of people that have been sort of saying, oh, why did so and so get booked on that? Right. You know, because of all the new cats coming through, feel like they deserve their shot. Yeah. yeah. And I've been consoling so many people going, oh, is this your first pangs of jealousy that your peers are getting booked? <laughs> Welcome to the world. That's what this is. That's all it is. Is you just thinking, I'm funnier than that. Why the fuck is that, that guy yeah. getting booked? Yeah. I was like, you're not going to stop doing that. Like, what happens is a year, like, like, let's say you get your first features set, your spot. 
And then three, four years later, you go, man, I wasn't ready for that shit at all. <laughs> you think you were. I wasn't ready for that shit at all. Yeah. <laughs> man. But there's also, when you're younger as a comic, you're still measuring yourself set to set against every other comic. Yeah. You know, At some point, you don't. At some point, you're like, okay, well, I get work, they get work, whatever. But it's, but at first, it's like, wait a minute, I'm I'm objectively funnier than that guy. <laughs> Just on paper. Yeah, I mean, I'm being objective here. Why is that guy getting booked and I'm not? And then... You check everyone's schedules, basically. You know where everyone's working. You know who's doing what shows. I gave up on that so quickly. Yeah. When you come up with David, Marty, and Jamel, you give up being jealous because they're just going <laughs> to get so many good, right. much better shows than you. Jamel you got again? A, uh, Chris, you got an uh, English boo out of Dominique White. Ooh, it's my English boo, Chris. Yay. All right. <laughs> All right. Is she listening right now? Yeah, well, What's she up, will Dominique? be right now. She will be on Monday. So, yeah. Dominique yeah. Dominique July 4th is Monday. Yeah. July worst day of the year. Sorry, Chris. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Well, now you have a couple of worse years now. You have the fucking demise of English soccer. Yeah, this has been a shit fortnight for me. <laughs> and the demise of the fucking United Kingdom. Yeah. Has anyone had a good 2016? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm having a 2016 on par with like Bowie at the moment. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> me, and on top of that, David me, Bowie Prince died. And Bowie, yeah, and, uh, Prince died. Well, fucking. okay. Alan, Alan Rickman. We're halfway through. Mm-hmm. Um, Alan uh, Fife. We're halfway through Five died? 2016. Kimbo Slice. Kimbo Slice died. Well, of died. course. Who, I don't know why um, I didn't lead with that. Yeah. <laughs> there is... Someone said to me once, he goes... Uh, Gatamin died? <laughs> uh, he was like, uh, oh, Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Muhammad Ali died. He, he goes, uh, someone said to me, um, oh, man, Muhammad Ali and uh, Kimbo Slice are going to be having a little punch up in the queue for heaven. And I was like, like mate, Muhammad Ali's Muslim and Kimbo Slice was a criminal. Neither of them are going to heaven. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where they're oh, fighting, but it ain't a fucking early case. First time. And let's, so when Muhammad Ali gets in that queue line, is he like old Muhammad Ali or is right. he Muhammad Ali of his prime? <laughs> because if he's Muhammad Ali of his prime, he fucking kills Kimbo Slice yeah. of any time. Right. <laughs> A glass jewel. You better hope he's party. He's Parkinson's Muhammad Ali. That's you why better. Kimbo Slice has a beard. It's but to soften the blows of his glass jewel. But that's the thing about heaven. It's like, first of all, I don't know if people fight in heaven. That would be weird. <laughs> fight. <laughs> fight. Yeah, welcome to heaven. Fight. Well, but it's like, it's, uh, it's but, like your joke about Sean Taylor. It's like, right. God's right. looking for a safety. It's like, right. oh, he's got to work. He's just doing his job. <laughs> yeah. You got to clock in. You got to heaven. So, yeah, at least job is kicking people's ass. I love that. I'm bringing that back, by the way. I love that. Um, But also, heaven for Muhammad Ali would be to not have Parkinson's. I'm sure if you were to ask him. But if Kimbo slices heaven, would be fighting Muhammad Ali with Parkinson's. (laughs) Yeah. So maybe both can exist. Beat up an old man. Yeah, maybe if they're fighting, Kimbo slices version of beating Muhammad Ali would have to be the Parkinson's version. Although I guess heaven would be. Beating prime Muhammad Ali, which but, is never, going but they to they can't both have their yeah. ideal there. You well, know, again, I'm still gonna f- hold back on the fact that neither of them are gonna be in heaven. Right, yeah, that's well, true. Yeah, one's <laughs> yeah. a Muslim and one's a criminal. <laughs> right. Who, well, as far as we know, didn't embrace his Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Well, God forgives. As far all. as we know, God forgives everyone. That's well, not if you don't accept Jesus into your heart. <laughs> that's I was, what I was, I was taught. In, I was in New York when Ali died, and uh, I remember my father when. Freddie Mercury died, right? Yeah. Queen. That was the only time I've ever seen my father cry. Wait, not Freddie Mercury of the B-52s? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Freddie Mercury of Queen. <laughs> Freddie Mercury, the chemist. Okay. No. Um, no it he was, was big into Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> he patented thermometers. Um, no, no, no. He, and my dad was the only time I've ever seen him cry to this day. And uh, 
and I couldn't really understand it. And he goes, this is the only time you're ever going to see me cry, son. Oh, this geez. and the day that Muhammad Ali dies. Oh. And yeah, and I found out when I was in New York. So I sent this really long email to my dad with like a photo. Yeah. Just, like really sentimental. It yeah. Was, I felt good. That was my good son moment. Do you know if yeah. he cried? He probably cried upon reading my email. It was very oh, okay. well written. So, because you, you remember that, all, that's the other thing. It's probably it gets him that you remembered that all those years. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're watching great memories, watching Rumble in the Jungle together, and uh, eating off the George Foreman grill and, and just laughing at it for not doing as well as it should. Be. It's very convenient. I like the George Foreman grill. <laughs> so do I. I had a, I had one. I Unfortunately, I, that's his legacy. I think I George sold Foreman. it. Well, he made hundred. He made a hundred million dollars off it, and he also did become one of the oldest champions in history, knocking out. Um, Michael, Michael Moore he did yeah so he's got that to hang his hat on yeah. I remember watching that fight I, yeah and yeah, he, he walked Michael Moore right into his right hand <laughs> he hit him back right, to one two right and into then, it and then he did Fahrenheit 9-11 and, uh, <laughs> he really let himself go yeah, yeah he let himself go <laughs> yeah he turned into a fat white guy <laughs> a lot of grills <laughs> a lot of grills <laughs> <laughs> did Fahrenheit nine one one? You know, a lot of, I a lot got of, a Foreman grill. It has the re, the removable plates. I sold mine at that thing where um oh the yard sale the yard sale. I don't know if I sold it or if I did. Gave it have away. removable? Plates? I gave a lot of shit away. Yeah. No, this one was just a small one that you sat s- on. The you one sold that, it at a yard sale that wasn't your own yard sale. You no, just, we have a community, we have a community yard sale. All <laughs> oh, right, okay. and, you uh, squat at a yard sale. <laughs> yeah, I just go to yard sale with, with a pickup. Take this shit. <laughs> I'll <laughs> undersell <laughs> everything. <laughs> What do they? What do they want that for? They want a dollar. I said to you for seventy five cents. Let's, Look, make, let's make this work. They got a real Turn out with all the same stuff. <laughs> they got a real grill for thirty bucks. I got a foreman over here for twenty five. Let's make this work. I'm trying to get rid of this shit. Does that work in your kitchen? Uh, we did a community yard. That's so when we bought that TV. We did the community yard sale and. Uh, you I was just that TV at yard sale. No, yeah, with the money. From, bought from a tart. Oh, with the no, money. The money. We literally the next day took the money from the yard sale and bought that TV to the dime. Seriously, <laughs> with the money from the yard sale. What, the f- yeah. did, what did you sell? Did you have my another child before close. this? No, yeah. Well, of course, <laughs> I have sold three children, <laughs> two mine and one nine. You know, uh, my wife's clothes. My oh. wife's made. Fr- I've told the story on the podcast. My wife's made friends with the the little. Um, lower income Latino families that live around here that the neighbors here treat like dog shit. But my wife speaks Spanish. My wife grew up in basically in Mexico in Brownsville, which is right on the border. So my wife understands the Latin culture perfectly because she was part of it and she speaks Spanish fluently. So these women go right to her and my wife's little. So their clothes, her clothes fit her, and she, oh. we sell out in her clothes. So she's like the Pied Piper of impoverished right. Latino. Let women. me tell you yeah. something. Let me tell you something, brother. They they like have exchanged email addresses, and like because we do this like twice a year, they're like, well, you're coming back to the next one, right? <laughs> Exchange right. their like, Hotmail and Yahoo like, addresses and their like, AOL. Yeah, we're coming. She's like, we're coming back. Can we call you or email you until so we know? And she's like, yeah, sure, just call me. Started up a thing, a little chain with these women. So this is this is this is how it's going to go now. Your wife is going to justify new clothing purchases all she year. Have to justify that you 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 married no, to I'm a just woman. Saying. You know what it no, is. I'm, we're all not justified, but rationalized. <laughs> so she's because she has she has all these people she's going to give her clothes to. She's going to spend all this money, and then you're going to make some of it back. And every year you're going to get some new thing, right. which There's is really just so much depreciation. You're going to get new things regardless. I'm just glad we got somewhere to. Turn the other shit over into a right. little bit of money, right? Instead of just calling up Goodwill or whatever, yeah, and taking the shit away, which is what usually happens. Yeah, now your wife's got like like Varys's birds. Yeah, she needed, she needed <laughs> yeah. to assassinate yeah, anyone. In the I know. I got I got someone who can do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got someone who can do it. But like the 
gave us toys, I was just giving them to the little to the little kids, the little Latino kids, like because we took a bunch of toys to sell. <laughs> that can that can backfire, right? Because I just a quick story. My ex boss used to live in the southeast. He's a big white guy, big white Italian guy, and he lived on when he first moved to DC from Boston. He lived on the projects in southeast, and he tried to like, like. Oh, let everyone know that he wasn't like a horrible white guy yeah. and like tried to ingratiate himself with the community. One of the good ones. So, so he, uh, <laughs> this is so funny. So when the ice cream truck came, he went out and gave the ice cream truck like 50 bucks and said, give whatever <laughs> kid comes up free ice cream. And he thought he was being really nice. And then the next day his cars had the windows smashed in and crackers sprinkled all over the front seat. Cracker. That may not have been, that may not have been those people though. That could have been anybody else. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's fucked I guess up. he should have gotten a hundred dollars with ice cream. Yeah, somebody yeah, didn't get their ice cream. Yeah. Is what's going on? Yeah, that was just cone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just some angry kid that just got cone. The Latin kids I gave like their parents would. They pick up a toy and the parents would tell them to put it back, and I would let the parent walk off and I would grab the kid and just give it to him to take it. Oh, nice under undermining parental but the, guidance. But the white kids. They got nothing free. Yeah. You no, just you held it out and then snatched no, it away. No, the white minute. kids. I was like, Black hey, Lives Matter. I was like, Hey, that's a dollar. Go tell your parents to give me some money. <laughs> Go tell your parents. Come here, come here, Lupita. Here, you take this baby. Right. <laughs> and a white kid walks up. Listen, Hunter. You go give me some money. You, you go listen, Hunter. This is how. Head. Yeah, this is how it works. This is a dollar. You go and tell your parents it's two dollars. You keep the extra dollar. This is how it works. <laughs> there you go. Welcome to the white world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> get you your go. piece, man. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and that's how you learn how to skim off the top, yeah. son. You know, <laughs> yes. Good business is being a good middleman. Skim off the top. The kids like that, like, I didn't know that already. Yeah. yeah. I know. I'm four. I we learned that at learned three. That. Granddaddy yeah. taught that to me. Yeah. I actually own that toy. It's my father's <laughs> father's toy. I'm Milton, my brother Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of emails did we get? We got, uh, we got like three emails. You're going to do one? You want to do one today? Maybe two? We'll do them all. They're not that. Three mails. They're not that long, I don't think. Um, the first email is from Shay, who has emailed us before, I believe. What's up, Andy, Randolph, and Sock? Chris Milner. What? You're the Sock puppet. Sock puppet. Oh, okay. I'm sure Tim is somewhere trying to raise a daughter or maybe even his kidney function. Well, let's hope both. Let's, yeah, uh, you can do both. So I apologize in advance, but I've been on leave from work, and I'm just catching up on your shows. She must be in the military. Therefore, this email will be all over the place. The title of this email is The Last Ten Episodes. Uh, in regards to Randolph's petty neighbor, I heard everything Randolph's wife Amy said in the background that I was mm-hmm. getting my life. She almost mirrored my reactions to the situation, mm-hmm. and I immediately thought, oh, that's why Randolph married that white lady. She gets it. <laughs> um, any more neighbor drama? Is that, has you seen her at all? Or? We have seen her. I just We don't speak. There's she, no she took the red tape off her speaking. call button. Yeah. There's no speaking to be done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Next next paragraph. The flats are undoubtedly better than the drums, and they have way more meat. Interesting. I don't think there's more meat on the flat. Than way on the more? Drum. No, the drum has more meat. The, the drum is the drum is chicken not wings. The two the pieces of a chicken. The piece you ate today is drum. the drum. The flat. Oh, the flat has more meat. Do you really? think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't see that. Yeah. yeah think about it. Just use I mean, your eyes. <laughs> no, because to me, by using eyes, the drum has more meat. But I think the drum has more meat. size. No. I mean, it's, and it's got no, a big bone in the middle. But the, the flat's got two, two small ones. I just don't see it. I prefer. Yeah, I, I'll eat the. Don't get me wrong. I will eat the flat. I tell you what, we should do. But I prefer we should the buy, We should buy one of each, weigh them before, we eat everything them. off them, yeah. and then yeah. weigh them again. Yeah. yeah. 
but we should have thought about this. We'll do this for the next episode. Next yeah. Because this is like our push-up contest. Does anyone have a George Foreman grill? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. Sink it all back. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a drumette person. Yeah, I think the drums are also easier. I like the easier. flats. They're more convenient. Well, I'd rather have I, Plus, I don't think. You can't I, think dip the, flats. I think the meat is better on the flats than on the drums. The drums, you hit a bit of gristle every now and again. You're like, what's that gristle? Get you got to be more precise for sure with the drums. Yeah, yeah. You're like but, you're biting on a bit of ligament. Like, you might oh, be getting a little, little bit. A little bit. You're going to get a little bit of ligament. There's ligament, ligament in there. No one ever wants ligament. No, but you're gonna you're gonna get a little bit. You're no one's ever bit. says save the ligament. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> Ooh, tendon. I'll have the white tendon. Spit that shit out. Yeah. Hey, you chew it for a while, you like just to make sure it's yeah, it's this ligament. Meat? <laughs> is this meat? I'm chewing this for a while. Do you want brown gristle or white bone? Yeah. Neither of those things. Those are the worst parts. I also like the really crispy skin. That's so. on the flat more, though. Yeah, I know. It depends That's how they the cook thing. it. I like the really crispy skin. I think the flat has but that long cook, edge. It doesn't matter. If you cook like a flat on a grill, the skin still gets really crispy. I'll tell you, right. So I was at my house the other day, uh, Georgia Avenue Petworth, and was like, I really fancy some Korean fried chicken. Right? You, you know the spot? Yeah, right. So I, I Google, where is the best Korean fried chicken in D.C.? What did it say? Seoul? The place across the street from my apartment. Really? Is <laughs> number one. Chicken. Had you not been there? Like chicken. I had not been there, and I have now been there about 25 times. Oh, so the reviews are, are correct. Absolutely accurate. fantastic. Yeah. What happened to your other spot that you were in? That little house you were in? Uh, what, New Street? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I moved out of there because uh, Sharice was sort of living with me, and uh, it was getting a bit passive-aggressive in the house. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Oh, right. Uh, there was a, there was, there Why was, is she was, paying any part of this rent? Yeah, there was an issue regarding beans, what we now refer to as bean gate, uh, oh, where I, I left some... We, we made some vegetarian chili beans and left it in the refrigerator for a bit too long, and it got a bit moldy. Just throw it away! But everything else was moldy in the refrigerator, but what? someone had taken it out and dumped it at the entrance to my room. But why would you do that? Really? Beans, yeah. Just why would you do that? And then I took a photo the of the beans room? and it looked like puke. And right in the entrance, my private entrance to my room. I took a photo and sent it out to everyone. I was like, what's this about? And everyone played dumb. And I was like, oh, fuck this. Took right. it out of it and just and just put it in front of you and Instead dumped of it on the walk, floor. They had to walk past three trash cans to get to my place that they could have just dumped in. Do you know I would fight somebody behind some shit like that? If someone had stu <laughs> stood up and said something, I would have done. But no, yeah. everyone was just like, oh, that looks like beans, bro. Were they still... <laughs> In That's a container, petty. or were they actually dumped on no, the floor? No, it just dumped out. It looked like someone had just... So there's a clean vomited beans. ...all over my... And oh, it was moldy. So That's petty white shit. <laughs> and it was a U Street alley, so there was rats. And yeah. It's just, it's just like, bro, you're going to bring that to my doorstep? That's Seriously? petty, petty white shit. So we moved out like a, like yeah. a week later. Yeah. Just like we get our own How fast I'd want to fucking fight somebody right. behind some shit like that. Why didn't right. you just tell me? Better yet... Why don't you just take them out and dump them and dump them down the garbage disposal yeah, and then uh, tell me later, say, hey, man, yeah. I threw them fucking beans out. Are these out. people all like 24 oh, years old? Oh, shit, my bad. Well, it, was, it was, you know, but you you guys, did you guys ever go there when we, we had a podcast? Yeah, we did the podcast. No, yeah. we did a podcast there. Did we? Oh, yeah, yes, we did we on the did. kitchen yeah. table. Right, so yeah. Um, so those guys were all just like, um, you know. Douchebags? Late 20-year-olds. They weren't all douchebags. It was At a, least it was one a of them is. Cast. Yeah, it was one guy. <laughs> we all know who it was, but. Asshole. Yeah, he was. Yeah, asshole. but just just throw it. Just say, hey man, I, you know, those throw beans had mold. Out. I, throw I threw out. them beans out. Did you yeah, remember but, those I mean, beans? That's what I would ask you. They were dude, moldy. You, you didn't even think dude, about it. Dude, them, this did was you? the same house I got the mouse email from, and that was real as shit. So, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, there was just group house situation. You don't, you know, you get you to don't an know age who you end up living at with, some point yeah. where you're like, I cannot deal with this level of trash everywhere right. all the fucking time. Right, right. Yeah, and then you never go back. No. 
Um, Shay's email continues about the wings. The only reason she says <laughs> we got to go back to the wings. Flats win. Uh, the flats, flats are undoubtedly Hashtag better than the flats. drums, and they have way more meat. The only reason they seem harder to eat is because y'all trying to be cute. If the chicken wing is cooked right, you can eat it in two steps. You take one bite off the side. Then you put the whole thing, thing in, your, in mouth your mouth and you yeah. pull it out. And pull you're, out two bones right. out of your mouth. It's easy. The drums have the big knuckle, and I'm not a gristle eater. Yeah. Um, oh, it's like it's like yeah. I've written this email. You're right, but how do you get the how do you get the uh, the ranch onto the right? It's not dippable. You can't dip it. You have to like squirt ranch onto it. Uh, also, for for me, like that's some shit that you see in cartoons where they put the whole fish in their mouth and pull <laughs> out the just. No, the that's how black folks do. Shut up, Andy Klein. You that's how black people eat fish. <laughs> no, but that's how black people eat flats, <laughs> yeah. or or like, even like fucking drumettes, like a cartoon. Black cat. people, black people eat drumettes like that. You put the shit in your mouth and you just fucking chew on it. You Gnaw pull the shit the, out. Yeah, yeah, that's where you get the gristle, I guess, because yeah, you, you can't see what you're you're gnawing on. Um, yeah, the whole put the whole thing. in I guess that is a little messier too. That's the other part of the flat. It's it's there's mess. Yeah, chicken wings are messy, mess. man. You, you, if you buy chicken wings, you're not you're not getting it with a knife and fork and a no. napkin. No, no, I hope not. No, but there is going to be a napkin there, and it's going to be a lot of grabbing it right. and wiping. Right. Exactly, it's messy. So you better have more than one napkin. Shay says, today's equivalent of OJ, which is from another podcast, today's equivalent of OJ has to be Tiger Woods, or at least he's the closest. Luckily, no one is asking him his opinions on Black Lives Matter, etc. Otherwise, I'm sure some post-racial crap would come out of his mouth. The 30 for 30 was amazing because it was not just about OJ. It was about the racial climate during mm-hmm. the time and how it made the perfect storm for him to be acquired uh, acquitted, let's, I guess let's you disc- meant. I look forward to you guys discussing it. Let's discuss this now. I was just, I was let's just, just thinking let's finish your email real quick. Okay. Finally, I just had a baby, and me and my husband are officially trying to raise a daughter. Nice. Yay. He sings the phrase all the time, like Tim does, and I blame you three for trying it. Trying to raise a daughter. That's uh. Well, that's, <laughs> I don't know. Mid- do people have more more girls now because listening to the podcast? Because no one's trying to raise a Aaron son. Johnson's got a got a daughter. Yeah, trying to raise a daughter. <laughs> trying to raise a daughter. It's just hard out now here. Let's discuss that right quick. The OJ we thing? think that Tiger Woods is the equivalent of OJ. Equivalent in I think the the original the trying question not to be black was distancing themselves from the black community trying to become. Or the fact that he officially hasn't killed his wife according hasn't to, to legal wife. records. As far as we know, he hasn't. He hasn't. It got violent. Just once. like OJ hasn't, yeah. apparently. Not officially killed yeah. his wife. <laughs> um, I don't know if Tiger is running from. I mean, I know people bring up the Coblin Asian comment that he said on Oprah. But when he was on Oprah, he said, when I was a kid, this is what I said. He didn't yeah. say, this is how I want to be identified as Coblin Asian. It kind of got twisted to him saying that I don't call me black, which I don't think he was I really don't, saying. I don't that. know if he said he also got tied to a tree and had white paint thrown on him playing on an uh, exclusive golf course as a kid. So when you go through shit like that, you um, right, you know your blackness. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, like golf is the whitest of whites. And he's also talked about how after he won the first Masters and everybody black that was working there. Being with them and talking to them about it, how proud they were of him. So I don't know if he's ever. That's why it's hard to find an equivalent because OJ yeah. was. OJ is specifically very specific. He's a, a specific thing of I ain't trying to be like them niggas. That's yeah, but very specific. Uh, Tiger Woods is a guy who uh, was liked by white people and had yeah. endorsements and all the things that you can say OJ. But a lot of athletes, yeah, are in that boat. He hasn't been in Spy Hard. He hasn't been in That's sp- true. Naked Gun. Naked two Gun. And a half. Went in no shits. I don't think you he know. could act very well. You know, so um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't. It's it's a hard thing because I, people went right to Derek Jeter. I was like, well, that's not true. 
I've never seen, I've never felt that from Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter is a quiet guy. I like the image of Tiger Woods in a courtroom being forced to put on a, a leather glove and him being like, "This, this is my golfing glove. Of course it fits." <laughs> so I use this every day. Yeah, it's my golf glove. <laughs> yeah, what's the problem? I had a discussion with a guy about. Um, I told you the other night about about blackness. Right. What we were talking about last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come to find out that the guy doesn't see himself as as. Uh, well, he, I, he is exactly everything I thought it was. See, that's the information that you should get up front before right. you have the whole conversation. Right. This is. I'm in, I'm in the dark as much as the listeners. Right I was now. in a. I was after um, a spot the other night. I I ended up with a, in a discussion with a black gentleman, and um, he is a black gentleman who was raised. That sounds exactly how a white person would say they got in a fight with a black dude. <laughs> I entered into a discussion with I'm a black doing, gentleman. I encountered and he, a black gentleman. Yeah, I'm doing he black, requested my things. I'm doing, and, air show. I'm doing air quotes. He was raised white. I'm doing air quotes. Went to prep school, okay. raised in a white community. And, um, you met Carlton. Huh? You met Carlton. <laughs> no, and that's the thing about, you know, it's funny you should say that because I was watching uh, Fresh Prince on YouTube yesterday, last night. And it was one of those ones about somebody was checking Carlton about about being black. Carlton never ran from his blackness. No one on the Fresh Prince ever ran from their blackness. That was a, like a very smart, uh, subliminal thing that the Fresh Prince did. That although they were very successful, and they Carlton Carlton yeah. was like he was a guy who listened to Tom Jones stuff like that. He never tried to not be black. He That's never true. ran from being black. It's just what's the perception of being black? That's a different thing than. I'm better than those people. There was never any of that. Well, on. he wasn't hood or anything because that no. would make no sense. True, right. but also, yeah. he didn't even pioneer the, the goofy sweaters. Cosby did that. So. Right, right. <laughs> right. And same thing on the Cosby show. The Cosby show, another, another, very, another very, uh, very, very smart subliminal thing of, of uh, we're black this way. Yeah, no apologies. We, just, no, we yeah. don't want to not be black. We're not saying, and I'm not saying, the big thing is, I'm not saying I'm better than those people. Think it better than me. Those other black, exactly. But I'm think, not saying but I don't think, I think it's blacker than me. I mean, I don't think any, there's any black show that does that. I mean, maybe you can correct me, but the ones I watch like Smart Guy, Sister, Sister, um, no, My Wife and Kids, been a, they're all proud that, of that, the right, position. Yeah, right, right. There's it's never more been a black about, show. It's, it's more about like a show where there's it's a white show with a black guy on it. Sometimes right. that person is a bit of a stereotype. Right. right. That's happened. But, but if it's, it's a an, black show, no. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. What about the uh, the shopkeeper from Keenan and Kel? If there's a <laughs> stereotypical white guy in a black show, <laughs> is that guy's the personification of Eddie Murphy's white guy voice? Right. Yeah. If That's you true. put a if you put a black guy on a uh, white show, he's there for to run into to be a stereotype. Oh. Not always. Not always. But Although I'm trying to think of examples. Yeah, right off the top of your head. I'm just trying to think of examples. Oh, here, how about this? On um, on Married the Children, they weren't. The the black guy that was just on the show was just there. Well, yeah. I, I just. I'm, but the head writer on Married with Children was a black guy. Oh, okay. So that could well, make a difference. Home Improvement so that's didn't why made feature white any black so people in Isn't a 28-year run. <laughs> Isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah. Despite being on every night. Isn't that weird? Right. <laughs> there was never Matt a black person black on, on Home Improvement. <laughs> Well, that was the black guy turns up and just goes. Yeah, the kids, the kids didn't have any friends that were black. Al Bundy had friends that were black. That was the improvement part, right? <laughs> it's like 
They were trying to show you that you know there's, there's you can improve. Well, Roseanne, there were black families, and they talked about black stuff. But home improvement? Nope. <laughs> nope. Seinfeld was pretty devoid. Of, that's what that's been. That's one thing. Yeah. A lot of black people I've spoken to have never watched it because they couldn't really yeah. they care about it. Really and that's the thing uh, about the thing about. Ooh, Seinfeld I've got a good one. I've got a good one. Only black guy in it who wanted to be a white guy was uh, Cam in Frasier in the final season when they had the black guy that was exactly like Frasier. Oh, I, didn't, yeah, I didn't watch yeah, it. Okay. Final, he yeah. was like just a Frasier version, but in black. Final season. Yeah, too. right. Yeah, you know you what's funny about Seinfeld? Complete is that token final season thrown in one black guy. The funny thing about Seinfeld, the whole thing, the I remember because I knew about Seinfeld, is that Seinfeld's closest friends are black. Right. And not like weirdly like George Wallace. George Chris Wallace Rock. is his closest friend, best man in his wedding, Chris Rock. His closest friends are black. You know. But we found out interviewing David Allen Greer, he came down to the last audition between him and the dude that played uh, uh Costanza. Uh what is his name? Jason Alexander. Jason Alexander. It came down between David Allen Greer and, J- and Jason Alexander and they went with the Alexander. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Which Great move, by the way. Yeah, I'm not saying maybe the best character move. in TV history. Yeah. One of them. Just a, who played the slap bass in between the cutscenes? <laughs> Probably a black, black guy. A black guy, guy. <laughs> I would think. <laughs> just, just, just throwing darts at the board. Yeah. I'm gonna guess black guy. Now on Cheers, where it was like a pan flute. Yeah, you know, that was probably a white guy. <laughs> yeah, that was probably white. And but were, here's the thing about Cheers that never bothered me about um, black. Uh, why would a black guy go to that bar? Right in Boston. There might be one. <laughs> Yeah. But it's a it's an Irish bar in yeah. Boston. They would call it chores at that point. Yeah, that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> Stuff like that doesn't. Or like when the friends cheers were, with an fr- AZ at the end. Yeah, friends didn't have any <laughs> black friends. I'm like, no, they didn't. Of course they didn't. Why would they? Well, no, and that's that, that's like when people talked about girls, the show Girls. How there's it's yeah. they're in New York and there's no yeah you can isolate yeah, yourself. In you New can York. easily. I mean, you can not, walk past other ethnicities, yeah, but you don't, don't really talk to them. Have you to don't want to. <laughs> Yeah, uh, just like Europe and yeah. in the UK. You don't yeah. want to, right. which will be coming Brexit. shortly. Have to, um, yeah. So I didn't know. I was talking to this black guy, and he was... Um, maybe you can do... Maybe you can, you can spearhead a, a Brenter. Brenter. A Brenter. Yeah, with yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh, A Brory. We which is funny. I was just reading uh, a thing about brienter. that. I was just reading a thing about that today. Brenter. Uh, this black guy was saying how... Um, we were talking about... Somehow we got on to. Oh, this is back to the conversation. Yeah, somehow we got on to <laughs> black people. Yeah, because I just want to. I just want to finish the. Yeah, finish I'm still the thinking of like fucking what's happening in good times. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of the characters. I just want to finish the thought. Uh, show, <laughs> shows so many he, emails now. Shows with that he never characters. watches. Um, right. I was saying how if you if you put the Holocaust against slavery, we got into this discussion, and I've had this discussion with people before, and they can't. They can't match me on the discussion, so they they either try to shut the discussion down or walk away from the discussion. But the discussion goes like this. They make a Brexit. The Holocaust is not worse than slavery. It's not worse than slavery because while the Holocaust happened and it was horrific, Jewish people got an apology. If you were a guard, just if you were just like a guy who guarded latrines at the Holocaust, and they find out the janitor at Auschwitz, you go to jail. And you get killed. And you should. I'm not even saying that you shouldn't. You were part of something horrific, and I don't give a fuck if you were just cleaning the the fucking latrine. You should go to jail, and you should fucking burn and die. Good, great. Uh, Jewish people got land. They got monetary reparations. But most importantly, they got a straight apology 
not only from the Germans, they got an apology from the world of this was bad and it should never happen again. When slavery ended in this country, here's what black people got. Bye, nigger. And that was it. There's never been an apology. There's never been anybody who had to suffer any consequences of slavery. Well, in addition to that, post-Reconstruction, there was actually some progress made by the black Things were happening, and then... And then Jim Crow. Boom, Jim Crow So it was like, oh, they're getting... They're closing the gap. Yeah. Um, you know, even going so far as like running for office and right. owning businesses and right. being, you know, self-sufficient and all that. And it was like, can't have that. So it actually, Jim Crow sort of reversed the progress right. post-slavery. Whole towns of black people were destroyed and there's been no apology for those. And there's never going to be an apology for slavery in this country because if you have an apology, that opens the door to reparations. Well, what are you apologizing for? They don't want to have that. Also, in Germany, you can get arrested for denying the Holocaust. There's no one's going to exactly. arrest anyone for saying in the this, South, yeah. oh, slavery wasn't a big deal. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, the reason why is because people say that all the time. Yeah. People actually say that. That slave but Andy was taught that. Can that you slave educate, owners. I, I, were, I, I were need nice. you to educate me now. I'm, 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 I'm at the risk of sounding very ignorant here, but. Yeah, um, from here. But. Talk to me about um, reparations and 50 acres and a mule. What was that about? 40 acres and a mule. 40 acres and a mule. Because after, sla- after slavery, every slave was... What, at, I don't know. I don't understand when they said every slave. I didn't, I didn't get that. What I assumed it to be was every slave family would get 40 acres of land... And a mule to work. And a mule to Did work. Did that happen? Or was that just bullshit? That was essentially reparations. Okay. That was supposed to be... All oh, right. You get 40 acres of land. So if, reparations if, never if, happened? It, no. Uh, If that had happened, and I'm not saying it makes up for years of the rape, murder, and all that kind of stuff, being treated like animals, but if those 40 acres had been given to every black people in this country would be landowners. Black people in this country would have wealth as a group, would be wealthy. Here's the uh, because land land breeds wealth. If you own land, you breed yeah. wealth. And also, land, right place, you know, well. in the right. kind of the Wild Somebody West. Somebody would own land in the right place. Land was That's being given thing. away. It right. Was, land was just given away. Or cheap, very cheap. So people yeah. would settle out west and they would like just go buy cheap, very cheap plots yeah, of land right. and start new set towns and cities uh, and start the process of, you know, economic empowerment. 40 Acres and a Mule on, this is a Wikipedia, uh, refers to the concept, a concept in the U.S. for agrarian reform for former enslaved African American farmers. Following disruptions to the institution of slavery provoked by the American Civil War, many freedmen believed and were told by various political figures that they had a right to own the land they had long worked as slaves and were eager to control their own property. Freed people widely expected to legally claim 40 acres of land and a mule at the end of the war, long after proclamations such as Sherman's Special Field Orders Number 15 and the Freedmen's Bureau Act were explicitly reversed. Some land redistribution occurred under military jurisdiction during the war and for a brief period thereafter, but federal and state policy during the Reconstruction era emphasized wage labor, not land ownership for African Americans. Uh, so it seems like it was like a campaign promise, politician mm-hmm. bullshit. Mm-hmm. And but, but but I don't know how much work a mule can do. But it seems like one mule for forty acres isn't that much. I think no, your was, family helps. You have like a you know. You have but if you st- but like driving a car, you can't fit nine people in a car. Also, let's say you start with forty acres and a mule. 
You, that you farm, also, your neighbor you farm has a two, mule. You make some money. Yeah, you farm two. You make some money. You you buy another mule. You take your mule to your neighbor's farm and say, "Have let's have our mules fuck." Okay. Yeah, and, and now we make, make more mules. We make mule more mules. Yeah, or me me and you, we work our my land together. Then we go over and we work your land together. We work it slowly and surely and slowly and surely, and we establish and we build up. Can't never, have never that. Can't, though, no, that's not allowed. It, it did. Here's the thing, though. It did happen in certain communities. It happened in Oklahoma, the Black Wall Street. You probably have never heard of that. In Oklahoma, there was a there was a place they called Black Wall Street. It was a very thriving, successful community of black businesses, black people living very well. Like U Street, <laughs> a lot like U Street, uh, like U Street, but way bigger. Like U Street before. Um, the the Malcolm, Martin Luther King yeah. all the fires and stuff like that like that it was yeah. it was thriving um, the white business owners didn't like that they bombed the town they killed hundreds of people in the town the they Tulsa just, race riot the Tulsa race riot they destroyed that town wow. okay so don't tell me that the Holocaust is worth because all of those things are repercussions from slavery no, none of those none of those things have had repercussions from from the concentration camps, the, con- the repercussions well, there, from concentration there, there, camps have been positive. There are there are thoughts, there are a few, there are a lot of Jewish comedians. I mean, that's, that's well, there you go. Cool repercussion. A lot of the repercussions from from concentration camps have been positive. The, the, war, right, the yeah. world was like, we're not letting this yeah. fuck, this shit plus, happen again. Plus, there's no like hidden railroad carts in right. mountains with like right. fifty mules on. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. So if you bring that up to people. How they shut that down, and this is a black guy shutting me down. Like with this, is, is you say, "Oh, so you're playing the oppression Olympics?" That's what he said. Uh-huh. You're playing the oppression Olympics. I'm like, well, if we're playing oppression Olympics, which I'm not, but if we are, we're winning, <laughs> and winning is not a positive thing. <laughs> the oppression, the oppression Olympics. Instead of faster, higher, stronger, it's just faster, N word, faster. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're definitely winning that. It's not. It's not. A, then I come to find out later. That he's a self-hating black guy. He was a right. black guy who was raised by white people. And I'm like, yeah, I know that. <laughs> I know that. And I knew that because he kept saying, well, you know, I teach this. Because he teaches a diversity course. And I'm like, the reason why you keep saying you teach this is because you think you're smarter than me. Think you're better than me. Exactly. <laughs> but the point is that you didn't answer what I said. Because then he said, well, I don't want to get into this with you. But I was like, oh, I won. I, that means I won. That means I just beat you. I just checkmated you. And the reason why you don't get this is because you have nothing to say to that. It's fine. If you have something to say to it, say it. Make me change my mind. You probably can't because I thought through my side of it. <laughs> I'm not just talking flippantly off the top of my head or some. I'm not even. I'm not saying that it's bad that Jewish people got this thing. I'm not saying that they should have. They should have got. They should have got that. And again, if you were if you were a Nazi prison guard, you should burn. You should burn. But people do say a lot, like Jews got over it. So it's, yeah. black people, they didn't, they didn't really. Jews didn't get over it. They were helped over it. Right. <laughs> they were helped over it, and they should have been. That's a Japanese people in internment camps were helped over it, and, and also, they should have been. It's not a one to one comparison anyway, because of the number of the span of time involved. Also, post-slavery, there was a lot of other. There's a hundred years more right. of of oppression, whereas post, you know, Holocaust, it wasn't like okay. And also, you Jews are still going to be oppressed for another hundred right. years, right? So, it's and, not- and not only that, the lies that are told about slavery, 
people, you're not allowed to lie openly about the Holocaust. You're not allowed yeah. to say, you know, the Holocaust wasn't really that bad. I mean, Nazis were bad to were bad to the Jews, but they weren't that bad. There were some nice ones. Yeah, but you're allowed to freely say that about about slave owners. Well, there were good slave owners. The uh, the Tulsa race riot was actually almost 100 years ago, May 31st and June 1st, 1921. A group of whites attacked the black community of Tulsa, Oklahoma. The Greenwood District, the wealthiest black community in the United States, was burned to the ground. Over the course of 16 hours, more than 800 people were admitted to local white hospitals with injuries. The two black hospitals were burned down, and police arrested and detained more than 6,000 black Greenwood residents Six at three local people. facilities. An estimated 10,000 blacks were left homeless, and 35 city blocks composed of 1,256 residences were destroyed by fire, resulting in over $26 million in damages. The official count of the dead by Oklahoma Department of Vital Statistics was 39, but other estimates of black fatalities vary from 55 to about 300. Well, the reason why there's only 39 is because they didn't count the black, the black deaths. Well, that's how many they counted, 39 black Oh, deaths. 39. Yeah. Oh, well. That's the official count. Oh, well. That's our country. Yeah. That's why our country has this and it wasn't, weird uh, problem with races because you're not allowed to talk about it. And if you do talk about these things, there are people- Bringing up old shit. Black and white and black- who it's uncomfortable to them to talk about it, so they run away from it. I'm like, well, how's this supposed to change if you're not willing? As to you've talk? noticed, I haven't said a thing this entire time. Well, you uh, don't. You're not from here. But no, we can so talk about. We can shoehorn this into the racist in Brexit exit from. Yeah, well, Europe. that's coming. There you go. How did you feel about? I mean, that whole that whole campaign is based. Let me on let racism. me read you. Let me read you. You get emails from your mom. Text message from my mom <laughs> when my fiance asked her how she felt. Um. Brexit, um, I, I was sort of out of the loop on that too. By I was, the way, uh, Milner's fiance is a black woman. Yeah, she's, a, yeah she is. <laughs> she's an African American woman. She's black African yeah. American. Yeah. Um, now European African American. Asian, actually. <laughs> okay, so here you go. Sharice um, uh, said, uh, How are you uh, and Mike feeling about it all, Eve? That's my parents, Mike and Eve. Uh, I'm curious to hear something more than the Americans' opinions on the matter. It's Mike and Eve, not Mike and Steve, you know. No, no there Mike and go. Steve. They're yeah. not gay. And my mum responded, uh, gutted, which mm -hmm. is a phrase that we use. Despairing, ashamed. Uh, Mike fears that this has given a mandate for racism to become acceptable, mm -hmm. for it to be okay to show prejudice towards immigrants. It's certainly not our finest hour, morally speaking. It's shone a spotlight into yawning chasms between various sectors of our community, which we pretended weren't there. Young versus old, London versus the rest, North versus South, better versus worse, worse educated, British versus immigrants. There's no end to it. Little ghost face. So, uh... Mm -hmm. <laughs> So I mean, is is there? Because I've seen some. I, I'm I'm completely out of the loop on the whole thing. Uh, but I have seen some articles this week where, like, actually, here's some people who are very liberal who were for Brexit. Like, is there any gray area on that? <laughs> yes, there is. But basically, the bottom, the really dumbed down bottom line is, um, there has been a steady immigrant issue. Constantly it's in Eastern the Eastern Europeans, right? For a long time, a lot of Eastern Europeans and stuff like that. Initially, it was right. Mm. Initially, uh, when we started in the EU, you had like Poland, people like that. That you know, people could come Romania, people could travel. Yeah, I'm freely. Not sure if Romania was actually in it, but regardless, as soon as you got into the EU, 
you had you could move freely within it which meant come to the uk right right and so all of these people were coming none, none, no one really from the uk was going to europe you know mm -hmm. a few people going to spain live in spain on the coast or whatever but right. mostly it was people coming to the uk so obviously we've got very good human human rights in the uk and social security you know you don't have to pay for healthcare. you don't have to pay for mm -hmm. education uh you can get council housing like assigned to you if you claim asylum or anything like that so it's a very easy system for people to come in get set up with a house healthcare, get paid to have kids and paid to not work and still earn more than you would ever earn in the country mm -hmm. that you're coming from right so that's the sort of like the the back the bottom foundation to this and in London, that's fine because London, you're, you know, you're meant to be a multicultural cauldron, bubbling, melting pot, blah, blah, blah of culture. And you see it in London everywhere you go, different races, creeds, you know, languages being spoken. And in general, it all works out very well. You know, you do have pockets of ethnic isolation, you know, like Chinatown or, you know, Polish town or whatever. But in general, people are all cool together mm -hmm. there are obviously some people that come over and just go and hang out in their little ethnic neighborhood and only right. speak their language and don't bother integrating at all and those i don't really um, for me that annoys me a little bit because it's like well don't bother coming then if you're not going to really be mm -hmm. a part of the country because i've lived in spain and i go there i speak spanish i've lived part of the community and like i feel that's the I best always, way to to learn I a culture like learn some, a country. sometimes not all the times, but sometimes the reason why people don't engage with the culture is because they don't feel that the culture is welcoming of them. Well, that's true, but the culture you know, is not welcoming because of the fact that they know that they're taking advantage of yeah, the culture. Yeah, so it's a, it's a catch-22 right. type situation. So in London, in general, London's the most liberal part of the UK, mm -hmm. right? And even in London, at points, it's been getting a little bit like, mm, mm -hmm. this is getting a bit much. In all of the rest of the country it's completely different because the rest of the country is very much more nationalist anglophile Anglo anglophile and so when you have huge pockets and communities of muslim communities in like places like birmingham and leicester and in the midlands where this is where trump said oh the british police are too afraid to go and like police these areas because apparently they run their own sort of um you know uh their own law yeah. within their community Can and you they'll please tell us if that is true or not true i find it hard to believe i mean that, that state would allow that does that. happen that they will like within their community they have their own laws like the chinese do it in chinatown right, you know right, and, right. And, and like that happens a lot but no there's yeah, no way that police, the police are afraid to go go no. somewhere police no. Why would when did, no. when the police stop being afraid no, to go anywhere in any country? That's not true. But um, the locals and the you know the people that have been there, you know, I think Britain ultimately is, you know, under the surface, the older generation is isolationist and is, you know, pro independence and pro keeping England white and blah blah blah. But taking over um, the rest of the world too. Yeah. But yeah, That's but the there's thing. there's the catch twenty two yeah. because one of the British dishes, a national dish, is curry. Right. right. And that's come from the fact that we had the Raj. Stomp you know, right. the right. shit out of Empire, India. Yeah. Right? But, but, but uh, it, Indian immigrants have been coming to the UK since the seventies and thriving. Right. And the same with um, West Indian immigrants and stuff like that, like Jamaicans and all the people. And it was a there was a thriving community. There were, you know, like the Brixton riots. 
in the eighties, you know, where there was a bit of black and white sort mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And you know, there is the odd occasional racist incident, obviously when you have that many people mm -hmm. with so many differing opinions and yeah, so but many, it's not, the blah, racism blah, blah. is not part of the, of a political campaign. No, but this is the only time it has been. Yeah. It's been politicized paid off, baby. in the same way that Trump is doing it. Mm -hmm. and, he's, and he's using the silent majority, yeah. which is all these people that are underrepresented and feel like they are the original English and they're not, you know, their their rights are being given away to immigrants' rights and people that weren't born in the country and blah, blah, blah. And it's just ended up boiling up to the point that this referendum that was suggested by the British PM, who's now subsequently had to resign, um, the only people that really made an effort, it wasn't so much that you didn't vote for what you wanted mm -hmm. it was that you didn't vote to stop that which you didn't want mm -hmm. do you know what i mean and i yeah. think that's the f that's what that's why i think trump has a chance it's not because he's got support it's that the people that are opposed to him aren't going to vote for hillary in order to keep him out yeah right yeah. you know what i mean i think they're and gonna come to their senses ultimately well you, that's what we thought yeah and that's that's the scary thing is that was what we thought and now all of a sudden nigel farage leader of the ukip who went to my school Really? Yeah. All right. Uh, him and the Chemical Brothers. Uh, <laughs> Nigel so that's Farage. That's a good triumvirate. Nigel yeah. Farage and Your the Chemical, chemical Brothers. Brothers. Yeah, and Nigel Farage. And you. And me. And Chris uh, and you. Yeah, that is a... We can, we can throw a party. That would be uh, <laughs> that'd be a good party. Um, yeah, now he's uh, he's got a load. He's all trumped up, and it's... Uh, it's it's embarrassing, it's really. It's fucking embarrassing, and it's horrific. It's embarrassing because now it's we're officially racist. After like I've been saying on stage, after all these years of successfully hiding it. <laughs> yeah, now 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 it's now it's here. So it's like when Lance Bass came out as gay. It's like yeah, we knew. Right. We yeah. Knew We've known for years. But even yeah. just the the irony of a country that has you know gone into other countries over and over again and changed the way those countries operate to say, well, we shouldn't do that. You know, that's the British way. At least it it was for a long, long time. You know, one fifth of the world was controlled by Britain for at one point. Yeah, something like that. And in a way, you know, if they weren't so under the thumb of American politics, I would yeah. be slightly more encouraged, just because of the fact to be like, yeah, go on, guys, we can do it. But at the same time, it's like, well, what are you doing? All you're doing is making yourself more aligned with America, right? You know, because you're alienating yourself from Europe. And well, no offense, nothing good can come of that. Do you think? What's happening in America empowered people in yes. Britain to do that? N sort of, it I don't gave think, them no. cover. Uh, well, yeah, the maybe. Maybe I don't know. The thing the is, I don't know how much how much press market I don't know how much press is is going on in the UK about the US. Okay. You know, what I mean, like if you look and read the papers here, it's all about the presidential, nothing about Brexit. I'm sure it would be the other way around there. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it was probably just people being concerned about you know whether they've got brown people living next to them. You know, and yeah. so now with pathetic. Brexit, and they'll probably actually. have a curry. They'll probably sit there eating their curry, going, <laughs> right. "She's fucking brown people all in my fucking yeah, right. yeah." yeah. Could you give me another bottle? Another selling bottle? me my curry. It's like <laughs> it's their fucking curry, you knob. Yeah. So now, what what changes? So people can't freely come into the UK. Uh, what changes? They never is, could because you still have that passport thing. What, what changes, changes is, is you now, can't. You as a young person can't. I say you, you're not young, but. A young person in college, they can't freely travel travel the UK. Yeah, but no, 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 travel we can't travel Europe. Europe. Yeah, they before can't travel Europe. we go could get a job. I or? went. I could go. I could fly into Europe with my driving license. Yeah, right, because it's a 
that one. It's got the EU thing on it. I've got to get a new one now. Yeah, right? and so oh, that, yeah, right That you there. can use to travel. And I lived in Spain. Like I, uh, I got an unemployment in Spain. Chris I spoke about on a previous yeah. podcast. Um, you know, my uh, you could travel around. It's fine. You didn't need a passport. Now, it's, like, now, no it's, now it's the same issue that you would have going to Europe. Yeah. I now have going to Europe. Yeah. yeah. Which is what it used to be before... The EU, the EEC was the original. Which power. is why a lot of I, I would think that that would hold a lot of people from doing the freely traveling to Europe and stuff like that. Because, but now once you can start to freely do it, you fucking do it. You're like, yeah, well, I can this go to. I this can, isn't the end. On that gap year, you're like, well, I can go to. Yeah, I can go here. Made it easy. It was interrelating. But the, but yeah. but this isn't the end now because now you've got nations like France, for example, sixty one percent in favor of leaving the EU. Oh, really? So now they're going to say, "Well, why don't we?" Well, they have their own brown people immigration problem. They right. do, and yeah. that's and that's the reason they're sixty-one in favour because yeah. they they are falling victim to the same policies the UK fell victim for, which led to this whole thing. Right. And then you've got the other side of the coin where you've got Scotland, who was very pro to remain in the well, EU. Yeah, they're leaving. It helps them out. I saw. Yeah. I watched. So them. they're going to probably referendum <laughs> to leave the UK. I watched their. I watched their, their parliament. The they know probably right. they are. I watched their parliament. They're like, we're there could staying. Be, there could be a reunification. <laughs> of Ireland yeah you know that hasn't happened for years you know religious yeah. war could be ended because of this yeah it's crazy and Britain will be by itself it's crazy it's out there. and let me tell you something if I'm in the EU and now Britain has now left us and now you gotta renegotiate trade oh. stuff so you know how fucking petty and vindictive I'm oh, yeah. petty you know how <laughs> yeah. petty I would be with you yeah fuck you yeah <laughs> fuck you you and chose that's what, this that's what Farage is saying with now. It. it's like saying in the EU now now it's we've won and everything but now it's time to be grown up and not be petty about our trade deals because right. otherwise we're all gonna suffer and it's right. like no mate you're gonna suffer and they yeah. clearly should be as bigger dicks as they want to you because yeah. you're yeah. a complete <laughs> bastard to them the yeah. whole this whole process you talked all that shit well now guess what yeah, he's no. he's a he's an odious little man. Well, um, I was reading this thing that they were saying like there's a couple of options. Obviously, David Cameron is done. Yeah, he's he, resigned. He resigned. But I, but I he put, just got. But it's like House of Cards over there now because yeah. Boris Johnson was going to step up. He got stabbed he in the back by uh, yeah. by Gove. Yeah, or Gov or whatever. I put the whole thing on. I call that white man arrogance. Like, yeah. I'll just put this to a vote. Don't do that. Yeah. No, it'll be fine. Come yeah. on, white man, yeah. stop it. So now he's out. But now he's yeah. out. Why are we voting on this? Don't vote yeah. on anything. No, no, no. I don't, fuck you. Because that backfired. Because that Huge. referendum was supposed to be like, oh yeah, we'll give you the choice. Yeah, and it's never gonna. We'll never. You're yeah. never gonna vote to leave. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, oh yeah. fuck. If you want to be a, look, now if you want to be a leader, line. at some point a leader has to stand up and say, we're just doing it this way. You're gonna give me a choice. You don't get a choice. Yeah. You chose when you chose me to be your leader. Yeah. So. Kim Jong Il. I'm choosing. I'm choosing this for us. Was there a public vote to join the EU years ago? I don't remember. So I don't know. Forty some odd years because ago. it was no. It was after the Cold War ended. There was a the EEC was the European Economic Community, which was a combination of countries. I think it was just twelve initially, hence right. the stars, um, to stabilize the economy in Europe after the Cold War. And then after that, it became the European Union and became more inclusive of other countries. And that's when all the real problems started because yeah. you've got people, countries that are all represented equally, but three of them are G7 nations and a couple of them like still use horse and cart. Right. You know? yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, come on. 
Like, how is <laughs> yeah. we're bringing the same to the table? Like, yeah. you get the same rights as us. How is that? Like, right. You can't have done? that riffraff at our table. Yeah. So, no, no offense, but yeah, that was basically what it was. Right. It was just like, you know, you're sort of inviting everyone to the party now. And now it's one of those Facebook events where 600 people are turning up and the roof gets torn off. Right. You know, right. that's what's happened now. You horse and cart people stay in yeah. the horse and cart section. And then, and then there's someone on the door just going, no, we can't not let them in because then that would be exclusionist and we'd be racist if we don't let in this huge group of teenagers with their hoods up to come. <laughs> so, no, leave them out. They're not going to gonna cause trouble. It's not going to be a good well, thing if they come into out, the yeah. party. Hooligans. Yeah. <laughs> Young thugs. Sack hooligans. Ruffians. Right. Starting fires for no yeah. reason. Get those scallywags out of here. <laughs> Stealing our He's bins. Scallywags. Uh, Bill Hicks reference. Yeah. <laughs> Knocking over a dustbin in Shaftesbury. <laughs> so I don't I don't see it ending well. The the other one that they said they could do was that he could just say, um, because the the vote is not binding. Yeah, it can be completely reversed. So he could just say, I don't give a shit. Oh, the, I really want that to happen. The reversal. <laughs> yeah, I, I really want that to happen. And people like four million people were, were marching today to to uh reconsider just to, yeah basically reconsider <laughs> brock brock this <laughs> you, you're already working out a title for this episode yeah it? yeah because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like they were like we don't have to do this if we don't want to do this camera could just say listen i've already resigned yeah. as my last act we're not going to do this. Just don't be a brass hole, all right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just you, sitting guys, there thinking, <laughs> you guys work this out. <laughs> Bruck you. It'd be, uh, be brass hole. It'd be a brass hole. Bruck you and the brass you wrote in on. <laughs> we're not doing you this. You wrote in on, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're not sorry. doing this and I'm done. And then just walk away. And then you guys work it out. Yeah. They're already disintegrating. I don't know. It's a tough time. I feel the same way you do. It sh- it should empower people to be like, fucking, you better fucking pony up behind Hillary you, Clinton. Exactly. It shows Donald you Trump that fascism elected. will triumph through yeah. inaction. It can have, right, right, right. That's the biggest thing. In and fascism can can yeah. triumph through inaction. If what is it? Think, Evil triumphs when good men do nothing. And it's like, it's but like, the saddest oh, yeah, that's thing. Sad, but a horrible I've never seen it be more true than right now (laughs) in this country there are people who are like well let's just let it burn man shut the catharsis shut the fuck up or they do the whole like I mean, I don't, I don't agree with Trump, but it would be so entertaining if he was president. Oh, it would be crazy. Wouldn't white boy? That'd it would be, be crazy. Be like as though you need more entertainment in your life. Yeah. Like yeah. You don't have this isn't boy? entertainment. This shouldn't be entertaining. Yeah, this is real right. life. It should be really boring. This right. is real life. And it should just be going on behind you like a hum. Yeah. It shouldn't be a fire <laughs> that's threatening to pull well, you Well, to that person, it's not going to be. That's the thing. You know? They don't have to face Well, the they think that their vote doesn't count, ultimately. That's why yeah. they're saying that. They're saying, oh, we don't give a fuck what happened in But they're not in the crosshairs of the Muslim that's ban the or thing. the, the bracism that's taking place. Yeah, the bracism. They, so they they can sort of take that, that they can zoom out and say, oh, it's so entertaining watching all this crazy yeah. madness. Yeah, yeah. Now while I go to work. They're not a target of it, so it doesn't yeah, matter, yeah. you know. While I go to work, which is high levels of entitlement. That's a high level of entitlement right there. Pieces of shit. <laughs> and it could, it could easily happen. Yeah, could easily, easily happen. happen. I just hope unless, I get my green card before Trump gets in. Unless people are vigilant. I, don't, I want to get an Obama green card. I don't want a Trump green card. Trump green card is probably from Trump University and it's just going to burst yeah, into yeah, flame yeah. after 14 yeah, no, it's weeks. It's got smallpox on it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel cold. Why are you sweating? Why do I feel so cold? <laughs> uh, what else do we have? 
Uh, we got what? Well, we where are we at? I mean, we're at hour seven. So we can wrap up the last couple emails. Yeah, and uh, and we'll get to then we'll get to Thursday. And then we'll get to some funny stuff on Thursday. Tune in. Funny, funny yeah, for well, we'll Andy see. not doing any more bracial brokes about. <laughs> hey man, I'm I'm constantly thinking over here, man. Uh, let me pull up this email because it's not coming up on my phone. We got uh, an email. Well, I'll save uh, a bossy for last because he's the one who made us yeah. the song. Why can't I get this email to come up? Can't call anyone bossy. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, it's can't B-A-S-I. call him bossy. No, it's a bossy. Not bossy. <laughs> Brossy. <laughs> Broxy. Just throw a BR in front of everything. Broxy. This email is from Joe. Hey, Joe. Uh, hey, Joe. What's up, fellas? I've been a regular listener to your show for a few months now, having seen you on a number of times with Rod and Karen. Shout out. Shout out. You guys are very funny. So, and the so black are, guy that tips. Yeah. yeah. I, met, I met him. You know, I met him. When they were in Where? D.C.? No, when we were, when me and Herbie oh. were down in um, Oh, that's Charlotte. right. Yeah. yeah. I saw the yeah. pictures. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Hi, Brodimus. <laughs> Brodimus. <laughs> Broximus. Uh, you guys are very funny, and so are the guests you bring on. Sock Puppet Nation, mount up. <laughs> if your guest selection reflects the D.C. Metro comedy community, I've got to get up there to see it live at some point. I yeah, think it reflects it pretty well. Yeah, you do. Um, I figured I should take care of the request that you all have made to show appreciation for all the humor and real talk. There should be a review in iTunes for your show. Definitely five stars. Thank you. Why isn't there a review? Oh, we, he, Not for him. He's, he's, he's put one in. Uh. We've got over 100 reviews or ratings and reviews. Mm. Uh, I put a little cash in on that jet. Can always use more. Can always use more. Reviews and cash. And cash. For the, we don't have a jet yet. Uh, I bought Randolph's CD off iTunes. Very funny, sir. Can't wait for your next one. Thanks so much. Uh, that that was that uh, the blue magic, uh, the brew magic. I, eg- <laughs> I illegally downloaded brew magic. <laughs> you stole it. Yeah. Um, I bought Tim's CD off iTunes a couple weeks ago. By the time you read this, hopefully I will have listened to it. But I'm sure it's funny based on how he is on the show. Andy, anything I can buy to support you? No pressure though. Uh, I think there will be a CD by the end of this year. So. You, I'll stay tuned and you'll you'll be able to buy and uh, it. I'm featuring for Andy uh, we can start a campaign for this Are you, uh, is that <laughs> what's going on what's happening please email if you want Chris to feature for Andy Klein on yeah. this upcoming uh, it could be Chris it could be I mean it could be Haywood it could be a lot of people you know it could be any of the there's quite a few side pubs. Let's, let's start let's start a little campaign any let's find out where we're going to do find it find out who can feature you get a feature and a host spot yeah. for Andy's headlining set the feature is, is the more illustrious one so choose me for that one but anyone else can, you can pick any of the other ones anyone host. else just pick one out of a hat um, yeah pick your favorite sock puppet to open for me for my CD recording how about yeah. that I want to let Chris hashtag team flats <laughs> <laughs> team flats <laughs> uh, Joe says I want to let you guys let you let you get back to your conversation so I'll wrap this up with a question from last week's show why do white people hate Nickelback so much Andy could not have been more disgusted by that group while still maintaining that solid composure and I think Bent also expressed a strong dislike. I don't recall Randolph having much of a reaction. Maybe this that's not his style of music to begin with. I mean, they're, they're, not just, mine they're just nothing to me. At some point, people loved Nickelback a lot. Is it morning after embarrassment? That's a walk of shame, I guess. Or more revulsion with the type of people who eat up this type of music? The same reaction seems to come whenever other uh, Axe Body Spray type bands are mentioned, like Creed or Spin Doctors or Limp Bizkit or Smash Mouth. Bands I would hear whenever I turn on certain channels or radio stations, and there are a lot of them that got played a lot. Uh, I'm trying to think of an artist or group that gets this type of reaction out of most black people, and I come up blank, perhaps Two Live Crew, but I think people have just forgotten them. I Millie think, Vanilli. Millie Vanilli, maybe. I think there was a maybe. semester 
where we let Color Me Bad and All for One in the house party, but that got into crossover issues. Do you guys have any thoughts on this that hopefully would, won't trigger repressed memories for all black people? Thanks again, guys. <laughs> Is that um, from Joe or from Chad Joja? That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, the Nickelback thing. Um, Nickelback is kind of it's what they represent they're kind of like like when people make fun of or bash big box stores that come into a town and knock out all the mom and pops and pay people low wages they always say Walmart Target does that too you know Target might pay slightly higher but Target does that but Walmart is the is the reference point just like Nickelback is the reference point for shitty shitty rock music and Creed was that reference point before so I think for me, it's just Nickelback represents terrible, terrible rock, mu- rock music. So that's always the go-to. It was uh, Creed before that. Smash Mouth a little bit. I don't know if people really hate Smash Mouth. Someone, that much. and I'm desperately trying to remember who, a comedian went on late night recently and uh, started saying, uh, "I don't think Nickelback are, are that bad." And I thought yeah. that's a fucking great angle. Yeah. Why? Why is no one bothered doing that? I was like, "Damn, I wish I thought of that." Because it'd They're be like so McDonald's. easy to come up with a bit now. Just be yeah. like, "No," nah, that, and just go and tell everyone why that because it's almost like a cliche now yeah, to dislike it nickelback it's it's this like you know McDonald's. I mean? when people bash fast food they don't say uh taco bell uh adds to factory farming and and yeah. obesity they say they only say yeah. mcdonald's they don't say all of the other ones that's what nickelback is i don't remember spin doctors getting that type of hate actually no. i think people were fine with everybody like kind of like spin doctors yeah but Nickelback is maybe Joe. It, Joe didn't just put him in there just to yeah, just to yeah. throw. It. Maybe he just that's his yeah, thing. Limp Biscuit and the fucking Spin Doctors. Yeah, Limp Biscuit was aggressively stupid. I just remember that they had a song called "Break Stuff." Yeah, break stuff. Where the Nookie. hook was "Give me something to break." Uh, Nickelback, though, for me, I never listened to him. But there was someone that, like years ago. It's probably still on YouTube. They took two Nickelback songs and put one in the left channel and one in the right <laughs> channel, and they were fucking identical. <laughs> The tempo was the same. Um, the part where it broke down was the same. You know, the breakdown and the build back up. The oh, hook. Wow. It was. It was like two of their big hit songs. Oh, that just means they got a pattern. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're formulaic bullshit. They a, fa- a formula you know, for success. They're formulaic I like, I like bullshit. to think that's why the first Spider-Man movie flopped was because Nickelback did the theme. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they had to reboot it entirely. And also, if you like rock music, then and Nickelback is on every ten minutes, at least in their prime. Your band's not getting on the radio, so you you thought, what the fuck is this shit? It should be playing, you know, whatever. Slipknot, or insert shitty band that you like. Spin Doctors. Yeah, Spin Doctors never get on the radio. <laughs> and Nickelback is like, just their lyrics were dumb. I remember the lyrics were just stupid. A lot of just, but it was just, they were just the top of the heap, so. And the heroes. Yeah, a lot of like bombastic bullshit, uh, which was Creed, too. I don't know if there's a black group that, that has is there a nickel black nickel black no, there's no black group like that <laughs> that that just be, is the uh the reference point for shitty no. whatever the genre is <laughs> there's not i mean no. i'm sure there's i mean what about darius rock mc hammer <laughs> no because he wasn't seen as a black group yeah uh, mc hammer kind of had that for a while no because everybody liked him hammer not after the hammer him. it was just a, it was just a hey but let me tell you something secretly but he was still like hammer I still liked Hammer. Yeah, of course. I got bad information. That fucking too legit to quit. <laughs> they people like that era Hammer. That's fucking no, but before that, tell you who they we should fucking ask. love should, that early we should, Hammer. We should, Hammer. we should ask. We should ask Sharice. Everyone liked Hammer. I'm texting Sharice now. I remember that. I, I do remember. And then his second album, was, people liked it, and then it got too commercial. And right. People and people didn't up. like people didn't like the commercial aspect of it, but they didn't stop liking Hammer. But then they started just like with Nickelback. You say, well. 
the songs aren't that good, and they're on the radio all the time. And yeah. the, I don't like the singer's voice. I mean, and the I lyrics see are that, stupid. But like Hammer, Hammer didn't still, have no one. Hammer still came back with that funky Headhunter album with no the one, pumps uh, and a bump. Everybody liked pumps and a bump. I see. Not where I was living. No yeah. one liked pumps and a bump. That he was an embarrassment at that point, especially yeah, the video. His dick was out. Particularly women. Fucking women. And if women like it, that's it. But women Hammer didn't have a, a, a no one praised Hammer's flow. Right, like his skill as a rapper. He was like a showman. Well, that's what he was known for. He and was then really he known for his rap, quote unquote, rap. Yeah, sold exactly. out. He named his MC name after like the bluntest instrument that just pounds <laughs> yeah. shit. Right. It's not like it's not like MC scalpel. It's like <laughs> no, MC not a sharp broadsword. Sharp. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, but I don't know if there's anyone else who is so popular and so hated. No, I'm, I just like, texted Sharice. Is there a black alternative to Nickelback? And she's like, ha, hmm. Tell her Randolph said no. I mean, (laughs) like the rappers that get criticized, like Drake or Lil Wayne or whatever. I think they still have. They're still good. They still have black fans, and they still put out decent. I can acknowledge. I saw them. I saw Drake. You heard what I said in concert. I was like, listen, I don't. I can acknowledge that Drake has talent. I just don't care like his music. for him as myself, but I can't I mean, acknowledge Nickelback. He's so earnest, and yeah. he's he's. You know, Drake and Rihanna are both together now, and I like to imagine because they're, they're a perfect couple. I don't all know right, why yeah, they aren't together. All right, I get that, but but they're such both such iconic stars of that which they do. Right. You imagine when they get together, it's just such an anticlimax to what we all think it's going to be like. You know what I right. mean? Like we all expect it's going to be like a fucking music video and they have sex for hours. Probably like Jake just jizzing in his pants after a second because <laughs> right. it's Rihanna and then her, him cons- consoling him. So, all right, Jake, it happens to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just snuggle and like watch fucking Charmed. Yeah. yeah. And they just like share ice cream and then just watch <laughs> and, then, and then they go yeah. to sleep. Yeah. Just like any normal <laughs> yeah. bullshit couple. Like, but uh, she probably looks rough in the morning. Like everyone, you know I mean? like everyone does. Right. <laughs> Farting in bed. Well, that's, yeah. that's a devil. <laughs> like, yeah, people don't think of that. They just see them on like silk satin sheets with like, you know, peacocks right. walking around the bedroom. And, right. Right. Perfect lighting. Yeah. Yeah. Candles everywhere lit. Uh, so, yeah, that's Nickelback just represents the hatred of generic rock music, I think. Um, Last email is from Abasi, who did our theme song. Did our theme song. Uh, what it is, baby. What it is, baby. A, A. That's A Y E. Your boy over here, super stoked from hearing my jam on the podcast, yo. You should be. Then having you guys use it was surreal. It made me feel all kinds of tingly inside. All kinds. Well, I don't know if you should share that. But yeah, definitely enjoyed the show as always. Thanks again for playing the song. I was sure you guys were going to bash the shit out of it. So hearing that you liked it was huge for me. Just call me a bossy jams over here. P.S. Take that, Romaine and Petey. You guys be safe. They're coming. Take that, Romaine and Petey. Take that, take that, take that. Okay, Sharice just said, uh, in style, nah, black people know better. <laughs> yeah, it would have to be in like level of fame versus hatred. That yeah. would, that's what we're looking for in that. But And talent, I think. Because, you know, it's, it's re- repetitive, you know, formulaic stuff. Yeah. That that comes into it. Yeah. It's not just because they were big and... Take that, take that, take that. Yeah, like I think, well, Puffy was a guy who eventually became like just a hated, but... I Puffy feel like... was never a good rapper, though. No, but I mean, his just generic, radio yeah, just friendly, generic, radio friendly bullshit. You know, harmless. <laughs> you know. But anyway, if you guys want to email us, it's three guys on at gmail dot com. Yes, also, come up with an answer for that. I we really have the know. occasional. Um, speaking of the tip jar, we have the occasional person who sets up a regular payment, like a monthly thing, through PayPal, and I get emails frequently with your monthly payment didn't go through. 
I don't care if you pay us or not. I mean, I'm not trying to shame you, but check your if you're doing that, check your setup because for whatever reason, PayPal has issues with that, and sometimes we're not getting our money, man. If you want to send us a jet money, yeah, if you're gonna do this, do it. <laughs> so those are the emails for uh, today. So. All right, listen, that? why don't we bring this home? What's, what's the email? We're at hour 20 almost. Okay, we want to bring this one home when we come back. Here's a little teaser. We didn't get to talk about the BT Awards nor Game of Thrones. We'll start off talking about that on Thursday because I know Ga- Chris is a, is a game yeah, of Thrones like Thrones. myself. I'll talk BT Awards all day right now. <laughs> Do you, you know watch me? watch BT Awards? I, no, of course not. Your lady didn't watch BT Awards? We don't have a television. Oh, I don't know. I can do it. We, we read to each other by candlelight. Oh, God. That's so romantic. <laughs> yeah. You're such romances. So y'all come on back on Thursday. We'll be talking about that. Be sure to hit us with your um, with your emails and stuff. Um, let me tell you where guy also, I will be. Also, uh, before we do that, if you, if you make music in your closet. Make it and send it. See if you can make us a theme song. We'll, we'll listen to it. We'll put it up to a vote. We're going to have a few, I think. So, uh, you know, we already got one. Bossy got motivated. Yeah, good yes, for Bossy. And remember, a Bossy jams. And remember, this is not the only vote that is underway at the moment. We're also featuring the hashtag Chris to feature for Andy Camp. Uh, <laughs> Team Flats. Thing. Team Flats. And uh, get on my bandwagon. July now. 9th, I will be at the Improv. Oh, yeah. Shows. Um, oh, I'm doing that. Are you on the show with me? Fantastic. We're doing the same show. How many shows? No, I'm, on the, I'm in the lounge. I don't know where you I'm are. I'm in the lounge too. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're on the same show. I'm in the lounge too. Look at how we're doing shows. Uh, how, many, how, many, how many nights are we, are we there? Is it one just show one. or that they added a second uh, show? Just, I think it's two shows one night. Is and, it two shows? Yeah, I think it's two and shows. And you didn't even have to campaign for that on Twitter. I didn't. You just got booked. Yeah. No, neither one of us did. So we just July 9th to go see just got booked. Chris and Randolph at the Improv. Yeah, come, right. come and check us out. We'll have a drink. Right. That's this Saturday. Yes. And come holler at us. Come yeah. holler at us. So us you listen to us on the podcast, uh, which I have I have started to get. It, was, it's, it surprises me every time. I will never not like it if you right. walk up to me and talk to me. And trust me, there will never be a time that I don't like somebody come to me and say, hey, listen, I like what you do on the podcast. Yeah. If offer it's me a cigarette, I'll never going to not happen. talk to you for the, the length of that cigarette. Right. Um, we're not weird. Like a lot of comedians, you have this thing, comedians are not or like weird, weird guys. Yeah, yeah. Me and Randolph aren't we're those not comedians. That. We're not those comedians. Neither is Andy. Nor's People well, think that about Andy I weirdly, know, and I don't know why. I don't know. Andy I is a, you got to talk to Andy. I That's don't the only speak thing. until Just spoken to Go talk go, to yeah. him. And Andy's he'll a good talk, Persian boy. He'll talk right. to you. <laughs> but if you speak to me, I'll speak back. <laughs> yeah, usually. just go and talk to him. Sometimes I'll put my phone down. What else you got, Randall? I'm looking right now. That's all. Well, here's for me this week on July 7th. Which is uh, what is it, Thursday? Yeah, this Thursday, I will be at Baltimore Whiskey Company with uh, the show is called Gin and Jokes Six, and that is run by Umar Khan. the The lineup is uh, me, Dalen Morrison, Talk Moffat, and Mikey Larrick. It's a good it's a lineup. Nine o'clock show. Doors open at eight thirty. Five dollars. Twenty one and over. Damn. And that is in Baltimore. Um, 33 West North Avenue, Baltimore, Maryland. So that's uh, Thursday, July 7th. And then the following week, Thursday, July 14th, I will be headlining the Green Room of the Arlington Draft House, a cool cow comedy show. Uh, that's an 8 o'clock show. I don't know who the openers are because I haven't. I don't think he's put that up yet. And then July 27th, I will be in the main room of the DC Improv on the 5 for 5 show, which is a fantastic lineup. What's so that? Come to that. They do that every, they're starting to do that every few months now where they have – a local showcase night in the main room, five oh, cool. bucks, five comics. Oh, cool. Um, 20 minutes each. 15. Yeah, I think 20 minutes each, something like That's that. They did one. Uh, I think this is the second one. So. I need to get on, get on that is this two shows? I can't tell. It depends on the sales. Three. I have the same Three. show as Randolph yeah. on the 9th. 
And then on the 12th, I'm going to Cincinnati to do Specific Ignorance with Jeff Tate and Josh Sneed and oh, Corey Leffler, who comics. runs the... Good, show, uh, good comics. Yeah, but Corey Leffler also runs the uh, American Spelling Bee Championships. So Ooh. she's my third guest. Yeah. Do you have someone, do you have another comic in the booth? You can have like Cam or whatever. I might have Cam in the booth. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, then on the 14th, I'm up in Baltimore for a Mike Quinnan show at Rally's Oyster Bar. 16th. Sorry, 17th, uh, Cellar Door, Maryland. I just did that. And then, I, have, I have one coming too, but it's a way a little And then off. 21st, Specific Ignorance, DC. Come out for that. We've Are got, you headlining Cellar Door? Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, come out for Specific Ignorance on the 21st because we have uh, Russ Green, uh, Rally Boykins, and Paris Sachet. Okay, the black edition. Uh, yeah, the new, the, the young, funny, slash homegrown hilarity, slash young. neither because two of them are not in one and one's not in the other. And Yeah, it's a crossover. Yeah. The DC Improv, July 27th, the 5 for 5 lineup. Uh, Denise Taylor is hosting. The lineup is uh, Benji Himmelfarb, Himmelfarb uh, John Conroy, Kason Wilson, Jason Weems, and me. Good Lord. Yeah, it's a stacked lineup. It's power. So uh, I got to bring it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, come to that, too. Yeah. Five bucks, July 27th. All right. So come on back on Thursday. We'll be here for you guys. And uh, we're going to talk about BT and some other stuff. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. Englishman Chris Milner. Hey, we have three guys on. We are out. Come on back. <laughs>